0: al Bayan Radio presents the following program, presented by Sheikh Arshad Khan. Bismillah wa salatu wa salam wa ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Brothers and sisters, I welcome you to the series entitled Beneficial Stories from Riyadh As-Saliheen. Juraj, the Worshipper. Abu Huraira radiallahu anh, narrated that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, None spoke in the cradle except for three people, including Isa the son of Maryam and the companion... Of Juraj Juraj had constructed a temple and confined himself in that his mother came to him and he was busy in prayer and she said Juraj he said, My lord. My mother is calling me while I'm engaged in my prayer. He continued with the prayer. She left and returned the next day while he was busy in prayer and she said, Juraj, And he said, My Lord, my mother is calling me while I'm engaged in prayer. And he continued with the prayer and she left. And then the next day she came again while he was praying, busy in prayer, and she said, Jirej. And he said, my lord, my mother is calling me while I'm engaged in my prayer. And he continued with the prayer. So she said, my lord, don't give him death until he has seen the faces of prostitutes. The story of Juraj and that of his meditation and prayer gained currency amongst Bani Israel. Popularity amongst Bani Israel. There was a prostitute who was beautiful she said to the people if you like i can allure him to evil she presented herself to him but he paid no heed to her she came to a shepherd who lived near the temple and offered herself to him so he had sexual intercourse with her and she became pregnant when she gave birth to the child she said this is from age." so the people came and asked him to get down and they demolished his temple and began to beat him he said What is the matter? They said, you have fornicated with this prostitute and she has given birth to a child from your loins. He said, where's the child? They brought him the child and he said, just leave me so that I may pray. He prayed and when he finished his prayer, he came to the child. He struck the child's stomach and said, "O boy, who is your father? The child said, He is such and such shepherd. So the people turned towards Jiraj, kissing him and touching him to seek blessings. And they said, we are prepared to construct your temple with gold. He said, no, just rebuild it with mud as it had been. And they did that. Then there was a baby who was suckling from his mother when a person dressed in fine garments came riding upon a beast. His mother said, Oh Allah, make my child like this one. He, the baby, left suckling and looked towards the man and he said, Oh Allah, don't make me like him. He then returned to the chest and began to suck the milk of his mother. He Abu Hurairah, said, I feel as if I'm seeing Allah's Messenger وسلم, as he is explaining the scene of this milk suckling with his forefinger in his mouth and sucking that. He Abu Hurairah, عنه, further reported that Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, They happened to pass by a child, a girl who was being beaten and they were saying you have committed adultery and you have committed theft and she was saying Allah is enough for me and he is my good protector and his mother said oh Allah don't make my child like her so he left suckling the milk looked towards the girl and said oh Allah make me like her and then there was talk between them the mother said, "O oh child with shaven head, a good looking person happened to pass by and I said, oh Allah, make my child like him. And you said, oh Allah, don't make me like him. And we passed by a girl while they were beating her and saying, you fornicated, you stole. And I said, oh Allah, don't make my child like her. And you said, oh Allah, make me like her. So he said, that man was a tyrant. So I said, oh Allah, don't make me like him. And they were saying about her, you fornicated, whereas, in fact, she had not done that. And they were saying, you stole, whereas, she had not done that. So I said, "O Allah, make me like her. Explanation of the hadith. The shaykh, may Allah have mercy upon him, mentioned what has been narrated by Abu Hurara, from the Prophet وسلم, who said, None spoke in the cradle except for three people. The first one was Isa, السلام, the final prophet of the children of Israel. Rather, he was the final prophet before Muhammad وسلم, as there was no prophet between Isa السلام, and Muhammad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, translated and mentioned when Isa, the son of Maryam, said, O children of Israel, I am the Messenger of Allah to you, confirming what came before me of the Torah and bringing good tidings of a Messenger to come after me whose name is Ahmed. Thus, there was no prophet between Muhammad and Isa, the son of Maryam. As for what is mentioned by some historians that there were prophets amongst the Arabs, such as Khalid ibn Sinan, this is a lie and it is not correct. Isa the son of Maryam was a sign from Allah as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran translated and we made the son of Maryam and his mother as a sign and we gave them refuge on high ground a place of rest security and flowing streams. He was a sign in his creation and in his birth. As for his birth, then his mother, Maryam, peace be upon her, became pregnant with him without having a father. Allah sent Jibril to her in the form of a man with all aspects. And he blew into her sleeve, which went into her womb, causing her to become pregnant with Isa. And Allah has power to do all things. The one who has the ability to create a child from sperm has the ability to create him from blowing as Allah has said in the Qur'an translated, Verily the likeness of Isa before Allah is the likeness of Adam. He created him from dust. Then he said to him, Be and he was. Do not view anything difficult for the might of Allah If he desires a thing, he says to it, Be and it is. So she became pregnant and gave birth. It has been said that he did not remain in her womb the length of a normal pregnancy, but instead she became pregnant and he developed quickly and then she gave birth. He was also a sign in his birth. Maryam went to the trunk of a date palm tree and said, translated, Would that I had died before this and had been forgotten and out of sight. She was not wishing for death, but she had hoped the likes of this would never have come to her until death. Allah says in the Quran translated, but he called her from below her do not grieve your lord has provided beneath you a stream meaning there was a stream running by the date palm tree then he said translated and shake the trunk of the date palm towards you it will drop fresh ripe dates upon you the tree trunk shook even though she was a woman in the pains of childbirth the date fell from this shaking and the trunk and it was ripe a ripe date such that it would not ruin if it fell upon the ground. This was outside the norm. The norm is that the woman is weak during childbirth. And the norm is that when the date palm is shaken, the dates will not fall from the bottom. Rather, they will fall from the top. And there are some date trees that will not move even if a man tries to shake them. It is also the norm that when fresh... Or when the dates fall they fall upon the ground and they break open but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said it will drop fresh ripe dates upon you so eat and drink and be content so subhanallah these are from the signs of Allah and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has power over all things when she gave birth to her son she went to the people carrying this baby while she had not been married before so they said to her "O oh, sister of Harun your father was not an evil man and your mother was not unchaste It is as if they are saying to her, how could you have become a fornicator? We ask Allah for safety and security. Your father was not an evil man, nor was your mother unchaste. This shows that if a person fornicates, their offspring could be tried with fornication. We seek refuge in Allah as it comes in the narration, whoever fornicates, his family will fornicate. They said to her, your father was not an evil man, nor your mother was unchaste. So Allah inspired her and she pointed to the baby and it is as though they were mocking her. They said, how can we speak to the one who is in the cradle? This does not make any sense. But he looked towards them and said, This amazing, eloquent words, which are mentioned in the Quran translated. Isa said, Verily, I am the slave of Allah. He has given me the scripture and made me a prophet. And he has made me blessed wheresoever I be. And has enjoined on me salah and zakat as long as I live. And made me dutiful to my mother. And made me not arrogant, unblessed. And peace is on me the day I was born. And the day I will die. And the day I shall be raised." Seven statements, subhanallah, from a child in the cradle. Subhanallah, do not be surprised, for indeed Allah has power over all things. As for the second person to speak from the cradle, it was the companion of Juraj, as is in our narration. Juraj was a pious worshipper who separated himself from the people. Seclusion is good if there's evil in mixing with people, but if there's no evil in mixing with the people, then mixing with them is better. The Prophet said in a hadith, the believer who mixes with people and endures their injury is better than the one who does not mix with people nor endure their injury. But if mixing with people is harmful for you and your religion, then save your religion. The Prophet ﷺ said, The time has almost come that the best property of a Muslim will be a sheep that he will take to the top of the mountains and places of rainfall, valleys, so as to flee with his religion from afflictions. Jurej separated from the people and he built a monastery, meaning a place where he could devout himself to Allah. One day his mother came to him calling for him. He said to himself, O oh my Lord, my mother is calling me while I'm praying. Should I respond to her and break my prayer or should I continue praying? So he continued to pray. She came again and called him as she had done the first time. And he said to himself as he did the first time, so he continued praying. And she came a third time, and he again continued praying while not responding to her. So she became angry. Thus, she said, Oh Allah, do not allow him to die until he looks into the face of a prostitute, a fornicating woman. If a man looks into the face of a fornicating woman, it will be a trial and a test for him because a man is looking at a woman who is a test and a trial. So, how about a woman who is a prostitute? This test will be more severe. This is because he looks at her knowing that she will allow him to fornicate with her if she allows it, so he will be placed in a severe situation of trial and test. Therefore, his mother made this supplication against him for not answering her. We benefit from this statement in this narration. If the parents call you while you're praying, then it is obligatory upon you to respond to them. But the condition is that you are not praying in an obligatory or fard prayer. If you are praying in an obligatory fard prayer, then it is not permissible for you to answer them. But if you are praying in an optional prayer other than the fard prayer, then you have to answer them. The exception is that if the parent are from those who give affairs, they're just due. And if they know you are praying, they will excuse you. In this instance, you indicate to them that you're praying either by clearing your throat or by saying subhanallah or by raising your voice with a recitation or supplication or remembrance you're making until they excuse you. But if they are from those who will not excuse you, meaning they need you at that time and they want their words to be preceded, then interrupt your prayer and speak to them. As for the fard prayers, then they are not interrupted for anyone except for an emergency. For example, if you saw someone about to die or fall into a well or sea or fire, in this instance, you interrupt your prayer, you break your prayer because of the emergency, but it is not permissible to interrupt your prayer for any other reason other than this. We also benefit from this narration that if the parent's supplications is within the right, if there's haq, if there's right, the supplication of the parent, even if it is against their child is likely to be answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if it is within their right, if there is a right to do that. For this reason, it is upon us to be extremely cautious of the supplication of our parents in order not to expose ourselves to Allah answering their supplication and thus us being destroyed because of the supplication. This hadith, brothers and sisters, also contains the proof that the mercy of Allah has placed in the parents can be removed. By an incident. This mother obviously had mercy towards her son Juraj, but because of these incidents that happened this incident that happened where he did not respond to his mother this mercy was removed because the supplication from this woman was tremendous she supplicated that her son would not die until he looks at the faces of prostitutes and it was out of the severe anger that she felt when her son did not reply to her when this mother called for him a third time and he continued to pray she said oh allah do not allow him to die until he looks into the face of a prostitute subhanallah Another benefit from this hadith that if a person knows Allah during times of ease, Allah will know him in times of hardship. This man was a pious worshipper, he devoted himself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when a great hardship came, Allah saved him from it. And the people, subhanallah, they conspired this plot. So the woman went to Jiraj to test him, but he did not respond to her. Rather, he went to his place of worship. There was a shepherd there herding his sheep, so she went to the shepherd and fornicated and she became pregnant. The people said, This child. Is a child of fornication from the belongings of Juraj. This child is Juraj's. Thus they accused Juraj of this great crime and they went to beat him and they pulled him out of his monastery and they destroyed his monastery and temple. Juraj requested that they bring him the child of fornication. When they brought the child of fornication, Juraj poked his stomach and he spoke and he asked him, Who is your father? This is while he was only a baby, an infant, still in the cradle. The child replied, my father is so-and-so, meaning the shepherd. So the people started to kiss Juraj and started to touch him. They said, would you like us to build a new monastery of gold for you? This is because they destroyed it unjustfully. He replied, no, rebuild it like it was from mud. So they rebuilt it for him. In this story, the child spoke from the cradle and said, my father is so-and-so, the shepherd. Some of the scholars use this as proof that the child of fornication is attributed to his father because Juraj asked, Who is your father? And the child replied, My father is so-and-so, the shepherd. And the Prophet narrated this story to us as a lesson. Therefore, if the fornicator does not deny his child, then it is attributed to him. A small group of scholars take this position while the majority of the scholars say, that the child of fornication is not attributed to the father based on the statement of the Prophet where he said the child belongs to the bed and to the fornicator belongs the stone. As for those who say it is attributed to the father, they say the child belongs to the bed if the man disputes the child belonging to him. But if he does not dispute this, then the child belongs to him. This is because there is no doubt the child was created from sperm, and the father is not denying this. So based on this, the child is attributed to him, and this is better than losing the lineage of the child, because if he does not have a father, his lineage will be lost, and he will only be attributed to to his mother. This hadith also shows the patience of this man, age, as he did not seek revenge for himself, and he did not overburden them by asking them to rebuild his monastery or temple from gold. Rather, he was content with it being rebuilt of mud. As for the third to speak from the cradle, then it was a child with his mother, and she was breastfeeding him. When a man passed by them dressed in fine garment, riding his animal, He was the leader of his people, the noblest of his people. The child's mother said, Oh Allah, make my son like him. The child stopped breastfeeding, turned to the mother, looking at the man, said, Oh Allah, do not make me like him. The Prophet ﷺ narrated this story. When he mentioned the breastfeeding child, he placed his finger in his mouth and sucked it in order to make it clear that it was a breastfeeding child. The child said, Oh Allah, do not make me like him. Then a slave girl came by and the people were beating her. Saying that she had fornicated and stolen, and the slave girl was saying, Allah is sufficient for me as a trustee. The child's mother said, Oh Allah, do not make my son like her. The child stopped breastfeeding and looked at the girl and said, Oh Allah, make me like her. So the mother began to speak with her child. She said, When the good looking man passed by, I said, Oh Allah, make my son like him. You replied, Oh Allah, do not make me like him. The child replied, Yes, this man was an oppressive tyrant. So I asked Allah not to make me like him. As for the slave girl, she accused her of fornicating. The people accused her of fornicating and she was saying, Allah, is sufficient as a trustee for me. I said, Oh Allah, make me like her, meaning make me free from fornication and stealing and trusting my affairs to Allah. This was a sign from the signs of Allah, a miracle from Allah that this child would perceive and reflect. And this child had some knowledge and said, this man is an oppressive tyrant and he was just a baby. This was just a baby speaking, and he said about the slave girl, Oh Allah, make me like her. He knew that she was being oppressed and that she was free from what they accused her of, and he knew she entrusted her affair to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This child possessing this knowledge is a sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given to this child by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In summary, brothers and sisters, Allah has power over all things. Thus, some affairs outside the normal occur as one of His signs, either to strengthen and aid his messengers or to aid one of his allies, one of his Olear.